This is episode 26 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today, I will be talking about things to look for when you move. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, I'm so glad that you are here. Today we have an interesting episode. I've been thinking about things that excite me when I travel, when I move, when I'm just out and about, things that I'm looking for in a community, and I thought that it might be interesting to dive into some of those things with you here. But before we do, I want to once again point you to our website, www.christiantravelers.net. There you can find some awesome faith and travel resources, including some books and travel guides that you can take with you on your next journeys. But without further ado, I want to point us to Teleport. Teleport Teleport.org is something that I stumbled upon a few weeks ago and filled out a short little form that asked me some questions about things that I look for in a community, and I specified what was important to me, and then it shoots you back with, these are the top cities that we recommend around the world, and then you can narrow it down to the country or um, other things. Some things that I put on there would be like living costs, a startup scene for like a business, job market, travel connectivity, how well you can connect to like if there's a big airport or other things that keep that side of things cheap, what the traffic is like. I am not about huge, huge city life. I like the diversity of a big enough population, probably under 500,000, that gives me options for activities, but um, is not like traffic congested. That is not, that is not me. Education, uh, what that's like, pollution, leisure and culture, outdoors. There's a lot of other things that you can select. And from that, it shot me back a list of, I, I put a lot of narrow constraints on it. So it shot me back a list of the top 17 things or so that would look like promising places for me. And then I've gone ahead and chosen four of them. And then I'm including one um, that has come up on my radar multiple times, not that it was in my list. And so a quick rundown that I've chosen to talk about pretty much because majority of them I know nothing about. Uh, We're going with Boys, Idaho, Charleston, South Carolina, Portland, Maine, Madison, Wisconsin, and St. Louis. And I'm going to go ahead and walk through just things that I would look for in a city and then also the information that this website has given me about these places. And then we'll just kind of see. I try to pick ones like on the coast and some in the central United States. So we get a mixture of diversity for different things that could be beneficial and might not be so great depending where they're located. So we'll see what we find out. Okay, so I'm going to start with Boys, Idaho and just see kind of what information this website gives me. So right off the bat, it kind of tells you it's an urban environment, a clean environment. They're consistently ahead in education 
and it's located in Idaho. And so then it breaks down all of the things that I thought were important. I have like seven of them. I, I've been trying to dig around on their website and I can't find for sure, but it ranked this based on all of those things as a 47 out of 100 for me. So I'm guessing 100 would be a perfect score, not one. Based on all of that, travel connectivity is pretty low. Education's really high. Environmental quality is pretty high. Leisure and culture is kind of like middle ground. The commute is also about middle ground. And then going down, it tells life quality scores. So housing, cost of living. It tells me um, safety, healthcare, education. It tells me all of the options, what it ranks um, on all of those individually. And business freedom seems pretty high. Healthcare seems pretty high. And the ones that seem pretty low are like travel connectivity and internet access. That's kind of weird. So those are just some brief information. Then it goes into budget calculations, how much housing, food, and healthcare costs, the cost of living. Apparently the like median rent for apartments is about $1,000, which is... 39% less than the cost in San Francisco. And then it even tells me like daily living costs, like a monthly fitness membership is approximately $31. Movie tickets are 11. The internet is $45. Transportation is 36. And if I'd go out for lunch, it'd be approximately 13. And then you can set all kinds of different jobs for your interests. I'm going to put teacher, which is the closest thing to what I do. The median salary for that is $37,673. It's ranked number 59 of all teleport cities. So of when people from boys ranked it, um, that's how it landed. And it tells us all about taxes and you, it's even linked to um, Indeed. So if you think, oh, this city is kind of cool, what kind of jobs are out there? You can just begin searching. Tells you about safety and crime, assaults and thefts, education. You can explore their neighborhoods. There's no pictures here, but it tells you like Southeast Boys is great for lack of traffic, internet access, parks and recreation, peace and quiet, and the people who live there tend to be anywhere from professionals to singles to retirees, families with kids, and tourists. So pretty much everybody. And then it links to a map where I can literally walk around the town and see what things are going on. I'm actually going to try that. Let's see what we find. Click and then drag this little guy. Okay. Turn this mouse. Oh, these are nice little houses. I don't know where exactly we're at, but they're cute little houses. Very nice. Um, they're probably not little houses. They probably cost a decent amount of money, but they are. It seems like a very nice looking neighborhood. Let's jump to somewhere else in Boys. Uh, we mentioned Southeast Boys earlier. Let's kind of head that direction. What do we got? Ooh, this seems a little more rural. Is that possible? We're kind of going down some streets, I think. This is might be like their shopping area. A Zapple Cafe next to Orange Theory Fitness. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to drag and drop into like maybe the Heart of Boys. Uh, that looks nice. 
some construction going on. Ooh, I think that might be like the Capitol. I don't know, it's a really nice building. Or we're on a university, one or the other. Okay, so it looks pretty. But then what else do we do? Let's take a look. So some things that I would typically would look for, I'd probably would go to Facebook just because I'm of that generation. Okay, so after scrolling around on Facebook for a little bit, I struggled to get it to load. So I'm gonna try a different route to find some things going on in boys. Okay, so I took another route and that was to just Google search what events are going on this weekend in Boise, Idaho. Apparently they have a street fair, um, bands, brews, and barbecue festival. Boys State Broncos are playing the state, Portland State Vikings. They have a frisbee fest, Idaho Vintage Market. They have a marathon going on, then some other festivals. They have a Spring Valley Country Music Stomp, a Farmer's Market, a Shakespeare Festival coming up. So there's a very long list, actually, of different things going on, and I just kind of filtered through. Off the bat, I get a sense that there is a very nature-esque kind of interest here. A lot of outdoor options. I just scrolled past one where it looked like they're paddle boarding on the river. The next thing I always like to look at is meetups. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but meetup.com is a place where people can make online communities or groups to get bring people together in a community. And they usually all are focused around a specific topic. Um, so you can start a club about literally anything, but then everyone shares that interest that joins, typically. And just off the bat, um, it appears like I can't even find the bottom of all of the options. There seems to be a good couple hundred of clubs around a 25-mile radius of Boise, Idaho. Um, some of them have like 8,000 people in the group, like the Idaho Hiking Club, 7,819 hikers. There's Boys, Babies, and Tots, 183 parents. Whole Food Plant Base for Life, 956 members. Boys Area Runners, Boys Baby Bloomers, 20 to 30s Professionals, Introverts Who Want to Mingle, they just, they have quite a lot of things and a lot of things that are outdoor oriented, which to me is awesome. Off the bat, I get the vibe that people are okay with, like the city has a good sense of getting to know people within its own community and connecting people. And they're okay with that because it seems to be very prominent here. The next thing that I'm looking at is a church because without a church, home. This is all kind of pointless. You need that community around you, and if they have good Bible studies, good connectivity there, that's always very promising. And because I am LCMS, I'm specifically looking for a church that reflects that, and I did find one that seems to be relatively modern. Not that that's necessarily my requirement, but it's kind of nice to know um, that there's one available, and they seem to have a lot of Bible studies, and they have made it very clear and articulate that they want you to become a member, they want you to join a life group, they want you to help serve the church, they have things that they are expecting people to kind of be doing, and I find that is very important for a church, because if they aren't articulating those expectations, then a lot of people just kind of show up to church and they're consumeristic, they expect you to feed them everything, that they need to know about Jesus, and then they head out to their daily lives and it's all forgotten. 
Um, I did find one that looked kind of promising, but there's also a lot of other churches I found out there that aren't LCMS that also would appear interesting um, if you have a different belief that you could also look at. The next thing I looked for was just typing young adults into Facebook and into Google to see what kind of activities they have. Specifically, I love soccer and frisbee, and I was able to find an ultimate frisbee group. Um, soccer, I might have to pay, like it isn't necessarily like pickup games, it's more like leagues, but I was able to find that. And then I found that Forbes in 2017 ranked boys as the second best city for young professionals, second to Salt Lake City in Utah. So overall, I got a positive impression. And now my next step would probably be, if I was actually serious, might be to go look at the city itself. But I know we went through this one in deep depth, so I'm going to kind of speed through the other four and then kind of give you a rundown of how I would rank them all. So taking a quick look at Charleston, South Carolina, the few things I note is that it also has a very low travel connectivity. Its leisure and culture is pretty high. Um, its commute is middle ground. And its cost of living is probably lower. And then in the more in-depth section, internet access is higher. Outdoors is pretty middle ground. Looking at like monthly memberships, compared to San Francisco, its like cost of living is 10% lower. Um, monthly membership fees is like $54, movie tickets are $10, internet's $47, transportation $55, and lunch $12. That's kind of weird. The fitness, um, the internet, and the transportation went up, but the movies and the lunch went down just barely. Not enough to probably really compensate it. Looking at the teaching position, it is a little less, $36,389. It's ranked number 167 in terms of cities. So off the bat, it doesn't seem to have quite as good of appeal as boys. And the only difference I see really in terms of the neighborhoods, like who lives there, is this really doesn't list tourists as one of the people that live in the Charleston area. To tell you who's moved there, well, people who tend to be interested that are teleport users, it says come from Milwaukee, Washington, D.C., and across the globe in Tallinn. I don't know what country that is in per se. I just know it looks like it's near Europe. Um, and then are currently living there. We've got people moving from New York, Singapore and Edinburgh and it even tells you about the weather like what an average day is apparently there's 259 days of sun which is nice we hit the 90s and we the low ooh the low is like 55 during the year I could do that and it's really close to the Francis Marlin National Forest and it's also right along the beach there's 26 beaches and its highest peak is 18 meters Okay, so I went ahead and looked at the things that I looked at last time. So on events, some things coming up in the few weeks. They have dragon boating, music festivals, eat, pray, live, wellness retreat, footloose, fishing tournaments, pride movements, vintage market days, meetups. They also had a lot of them. Um, hiking and travel, a lot of spiritual play clubs. A paddle club, uh, social groups for over 50s, Charleston, a Mount Pleasant games meetup, so another board game kind of thing, a technology group, 
networking, kayaking, holistic health, just moved to Charleston Club, College of Charleston meetup group, etc. There's a lot of things. It's a very different vibe than boys, but it's there. I looked at the churches again. Um, not many LCMS ones. There's only two, but again, I found one that seemed a little more modern offered a lot of different life groups, a lot of activities going on for youth during the summer. I just, I, I was pretty impressed by their worship service options. Um, there were other churches in the area. I'm guessing the suburbs might have a more, but I specifically looked in Charleston itself. Some posts about whether or not this is a town for young people. Because it is a historic neighborhood, Okay, so one article kind of talked about the transformation that it's gone through and how it's modernized and become more of a technical, a techie kind of place and therefore has the appeal to young adults. Another article said that there's a lot of bars, which wouldn't be necessarily my number one draw, but there are a lot of beaches and that seems to draw the young crowds as well. And then I forgot to do this with boys. Um, but I did it just now. I just looked up top things to do in Charleston. And in Charleston, it's a lot of beaches and a lot of historical things like a plantation and gardens, Fort Sumter National Monument, Patriots Point, Charleston Historic City Market. So it's a lot of historical things, including like aquariums and zoos and the beaches. Um, but it's much more historical. And then I also looked up boys and theirs is a lot more nature sites and things to do. So it guesses what you're interested in. Okay, next I'm looking at Portland, Maine and briefly just scrolling through some things that it says is it's a seaside community. It's a welcoming community with a great outdoor environment. It has a distinct local business culture with more than 200 restaurants. Um, meaning the highest restaurant per capita in the United States in like density wise. Um, again, really low travel, um, all right, mediocre commute. Leisure and culture is pretty low um, and startups is mediocre. Outdoors is maybe middle line. Internet access is a little low. Um, the commute is pretty bad cost of living. Fitness is like $29 a month, movie tickets 10, internet 50, public transportation 46, and lunch $18, which probably reflects that like tons of restaurants thing um, going on. When we look at teachers, they get paid $35,532 a year. It's ranked 87 in terms of the teleport cities because that's, again, the site that we're using for this. Say it's a safer environment. It's less less crime. And in terms of neighborhoods, you don't see retired people listed, which is interesting. Um, but it doesn't say that it has a good commute, which freaks me out a little bit. Um, people that are moving there or are interested are coming from Boston, New York, and Atlanta. And those currently who have moved there come from Toronto, Boulder, and Boston from the teleport communities. The weather gets up to the 80s and gets down to the 30s. So, and it only has 101 days of sunshine. Not quite as nice, but it is right along the ocean. It has 50 
beaches on the lake or sea, and its highest point is 197 meters on Tarkalin Hill. Um, I've done some additional research looking up some events that are coming up. They have a comedian, a spirits festival, beer and oysters, antiques exposition, park arts festival, farmer's market, a wine and sale. There appears to be a lot of like boats and shows kind of thing, a lot of historic things to go see and do, and a lot of food. Meetups. Uh, looking at meetup.com, we see quite an array of options. Um, we have pickup soccer, yay, um, coffee houses, things for their 20s and 30s, things for their 30s and 40s, baby boomers, the LGBTQ community, paddle boarding, yoga, Toastmasters. Looking at their churches, there aren't like a ton of options. Again, I'm just specifically looking in the city itself, not at the suburbs, um, but there seems to be some bigger ones. Um, in terms of ones that I would likely attend because of my faith, um, there is only one. Off the bat, just based on their website, I am not terribly impressed, but the thing is... I, I, it's hard to judge a book by its cover, and sometimes we need to be willing to stick it out with churches that um, need that encouragement sometimes. So going in, um, I would probably be on the fence about it, but I'm at least aware of it, and there might be others in the area, just not in the city itself. I looked at Forbes, and I found in one of their recent ratings of the top 10-15 cities for young adults... Uh, they rank Portland as number six, but I don't know how recent it is. A lot of their information that they got was from 2010 to 2012 about business growth and things, so I'm guessing this is a more outdated one. I also looked at top things to do. Um, we have a lot of things that involve the water, so lighthouses, ports, islands, Fort Williams Park, Museum of Art, Costco Bay, a Victorian mansion, a beach state park, brewing companies, observatories, bays. So it's a lot of water-based things is essentially what is the top things to do in Portland, Maine. Next up, we have Madison, Wisconsin. And on the teleport site, um, again, travel's pretty low. Cost of living is a little bit better. Leisure and culture is a little lower. And the commute is probably, it is a lot better. Um, environmental quality is, like, as high-ranked as it gets. Um, healthcare is pretty high. Business freedom, pretty high. Outdoors is kind of mediocre. When we look at the cost of living, the median for apartments is about $1,300. Um, a fitness club is $41. Movie ticket, 11 Internet, 50 Public transportation, 64 And lunch, 14 So it is definitely a little higher cost. Um, in terms of a teacher, they say that the median salary is 51372 Teacher salaries are very high. Madison is ranked the 16th for salaries among the 265 cities for teachers. So that's actually a really nice thing. Um, overall, Teleport Cities ranks it as 139. 
Safety is also pretty high. Education is pretty decent. They all seem to be pretty much the same in terms of that. People that are looking at moving there are from Chicago and San Diego, like South America. Um, people who have moved there are from Seattle, Portland, Oregon, and Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, Temperature-wise, it is only sunny 90 days out of the year. That's, that's kind of stinky. Um, and it gets as low as like 27 degrees and as high as 83 throughout the year. Outdoors, it's kind of landlocked, but it isn't too far from Milwaukee, so you could go there to the lakes. I went ahead and looked at upcoming events. Um, we have things, a lot of festivals, Oktoberfest, world music, street fairs, Mexican Independence Festival, Monroe Street Festival, Idea Fest, Farmer's Market, Oyster Fest, Dogtoberfest, Moon Festival Barbecue, Praise Fest, ooh. Um, when we go over to meetups, again, we find quite the, <laughs> quite the list. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, 20s or 30s, Random fun meetup, outdoor yoga, tennis, outdoor activities, moms, international travel. In terms of churches, uh, this is the city so far that it has shown the most promise for my Lutheran beliefs. There are a lot of churches here, um, just in general, but then there's a lot of Lutheran churches, and then there's a lot of them that specifically address the adult population. There's some that address a lot of refugees, which is pretty cool. The deaf, a lot of different events going on at these churches. Overall, I was just kind of impressed with the options and how diverse they were. Um, so that seemed pretty promising to me. Um, and I'm not one to believe in church hopping forever, um, but until you find one that is going to help you grow the best spiritually is probably the best thing to be looking for. Um, I looked up kind of young adults in Madison, Wisconsin, and I didn't find anything Forbes-oriented, but what I did find was a Catholic church in town who plans leagues. Um, ultimate frisbee, kickball, softball, flag football, and soccer, and then all these churches compete against each other. And that seems incredibly appealing to me, especially because it's only 10 bucks for a group. And um, it's also a good way to like get to know your other Christian neighbors in your community. And then top things to do in Madison, Wisconsin, um, would they be like the botanical gardens, the Capitol, the zoo, and our Arboretum, Children's Museum, Museum of Art, National Mustard Museum, a lake. This seems like a city more focused on museums overall. There's some nature to it um, for sure, but definitely much more museum oriented. And lastly, <clears throat> and lastly, we have St. Louis. So um, this one actually exceeds my desired population size, but it's centrally located and I thought it would be a good one to also look at. Um, here we see that cost of living is a little low. Startups is pretty high. Travel connectivity, this is the highest by far. Um, probably helps that it is a larger population. The commute is mediocre. Leisure and culture is pretty high. Internet access is by far one of the best that we've had, probably because it is such a big city 
leisure and culture is probably also one of the highest. I would say the outdoors is kind of a mediocre option. Apparently, it the median rent is $800, and like the fitness clubs are $27, movie tickets $10, internet $43, transportation is pretty expensive at $70, and then lunch is $12. So, with an exception of transportation, price-wise, it is pretty pretty low, and the, compared to San Francisco, it's negative uh, 28%, so it's a it's less than. Um, when we look at teachers, because that's been what we've been comparing this whole time, uh, this is probably one of the higher ones. It isn't the highest, though. It's ranked 40th, and it has $46,235 for kind of the median. Um, it is ranked, though, 214 in terms of teleport cities, in terms of, like, how much people like it. And in terms of crime, that is by far the highest crime rate. It's pretty much as, almost as far left as it gets. Like, there, that's pretty bad. <laughs> um, and in terms of education, it's still about the same as everything else that we've looked at. Um, they definitely have a lot more, like, communities, um, and you can, like, look at all of them. This one definitely specifies more, like, the other ones specified what the communities were great for, but this one also says, like, what they're not great for. So, like, if we would move to the St. Louis Hills portion of St. Louis, it's great for the gym and fitness, internet access, neighborly spirit, and parking, but it's not great for medical facilities or nightlife, and the people that live there are professionals, families with kids, retirees, singles, and tourists. People interested in it are from the San Francisco area, Los Angeles, and Chicago, and the people that have moved there are from Seattle, Portland, Oregon, and Chicago. Interesting. Let's see. It only has 101 days that it's sunny, um, and temperatures get as low as 43 and as high as 90 degrees, and it is a very landlocked area. Um, where a lot of rivers come together. Looking at St. Louis events for this weekend, you see they have a Pixel Pop Festival, a Taste of St. Louis, a Sound Festival, a Garden Party with Lights, Acoustic Music Festival, a River Day Trip, the Jonas Brothers are coming, Landmark Walking Tours, Duck Fest, Oktoberfest, Cowboys in the Corn, just a lot of different shows it kind of looks like going on in terms of meetups surprise surprise there is a lot um we have singles outdoor adventure group we have yoga running club hiking singles women in tech travelers code till dawn board games volleyball pride movement pickup soccer Okay, in terms of churches, um, this is by far one of the longest lists I've had for the Lutherans, and that's because we are based out of the St. Louis area. That's kind of the headquarters in a sense, so I'm not too concerned about finding a church there. There's plenty of them. Um, in terms of just any denomination, there is a good list as well. Um, I did look up young adults in St. Louis. And according to Lending Tree, it's among um, the top 10 cities for entrepreneurs. 
And then in terms of top things to do in St. Louis, you have a lot of the things that you typically think of. You have the Archway, the Botanical Gardens, Forest Park, City Museum, St. Louis Zoo, St. Louis Art Museum, Science Center, City Garden Sculpture Park. Again, it seems like a lot of museums and art. Um, one of the things from my visits in St. Louis in the past that I do appreciate is how many free things there are to do. For instance, their zoo and art museum are free. There's just a lot of opportunities there. So now that I've kind of briefly gone over and maybe too far in depth on all of them, just kind of picking through some of them, I would then take all of this information and I would kind of rank it, like, what is the most important? Is the church environment more important than what I can do in the area? Um, does it matter if there's a lot of young adults in the community or not? Um, just all of those things that I've prioritized. For some of you, it might be like, what kind of sports teams are in the area? And what is the kind of hobbies that people are involved in, whatever it is, and then kind of process through the information from there. If I had to take this information and rank it, I would probably put boys pretty up there because I like the nature side. Um, then it would be a little bit of a toss-up for me between Madison and Charleston for the second one. Charleston's big draw for me is probably how many days of the year are it is sunny. I hate I hate the darkness and how gloomy it can be. And for me, Madison's draw is the community there. Um, Portland seemed like a little too chaotic and so did St. Louis, especially with their crime. Um, but that's not to say that there aren't other pulls outside of the things that I listed that would make me consider them, but that's just kind of my rundown of priorities and how I would just view those five specifically. Kind of wanting to close all of this out, I want to turn us to Proverbs 16 verse 9. Proverbs is full of just a lot of little tidbits of wisdom and sometimes it's hard to discern like what exactly. They're just like one random piece of wisdom after another. What is the start and end of those tidbits of wisdom? But verse 9 says, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. There's nothing wrong with looking at an amazing city to go live in or looking at the next place you want to plan your travel destination and to ask God for those opportunities to go and do those things. But we must recognize that even though we plan something doesn't mean that's what God is going to end up opening the door to happen. It isn't that we should just sit back and wait for God to do everything. It's that we need to take steps and actions to see if this is really where God's leading. And if he closes the door to acknowledge that maybe this is a no, maybe this is a, I must wait. But whatever the case is, we're taking active steps so that God can show us if we're on the right direction. Um, and I don't think there's one right or wrong answer for everything. God will use us in a number of situations. Um, but we have to be willing to plan our way and God will direct our steps and we get to trust him in that process. So personal reflection on all of this, I'm probably most inclined towards, towards boys, Idaho, which, um, I wouldn't have expected at the start of this at all, but I'm very much a nature person and, 
a lot of the other places were very museum oriented and a lot of them were historical oriented or um I didn't really focus on it but like just their tolerances of certain beliefs or practices or political views um, were things that I wasn't going to align with as much. Not that I can't live in a community outside of my own comfort, but there are just ones, there are just things that I would rather surround myself with. And so that would probably be where I would lean. But again, it's all up to interpretation. So please leave in the comments on Facebook or Instagram which of these five communities that you have an interest in um, from my short little review of them. Or let us know what is a place that you're looking at or one of your favorite cities because we'd love to hear um, some things about the different communities around the world. So until next time, safe travels and God bless.